0: Welcome back, Conscious Parents. Welcome back, beautiful people. I'm so grateful and thankful to have you here today. What I want to dive into today is emotional regulation and energetics, as well as deep emotional needs. And as a kid, I did not get my emotional needs met. And this was because the adults in my world did not know how to meet or fulfill my emotional needs. Now this doesn't mean that anything was wrong with them. It doesn't mean that they were bad. What this means at a larger scale is that they didn't know. They were never taught No one in their world ever showed them what it was like to get their emotional needs met. So as you can imagine, if a generation does not know how to meet emotional needs, then you can understand that the children that they have may not get their emotional needs met either. And this is not to say that The caregivers and the adults in my world were neglectful because they met all of my physical needs, but I felt really alone because I did not have my emotional needs met. And through my own growth and development, it led me to become a counselor to work with children because I so very much want to be that adult that I never had. I want to be the external regulator that provides validation, emotional support, and the knowledge and skills that it takes to see these parts of us that come online when we're hurt to protect us from getting more hurt, if that makes any sense. So in effort to break the unconscious generational patterns that have been passed along what has to occur first and foremost is thankfulness. I had a conversation with my grandparents my dad's parents. This Easter and I said. You know, because they started by saying we're so proud of you we're so happy that you enjoy what you're doing. You know, we can't believe it worked out so well for you. You know, they were they were expressing their pride for what it's like to have a granddaughter who's following her life's purpose. And I'm so proud of me too. It felt really great to hear that. And what felt hard for them to hear or receive, but they, you know, they heard me as I said I wouldn't be here without you. Thank you for laying the groundwork first. Thank you for paving the way. And of course, what came up for them was their own judgment, right? Because we're our own worst critic. So for them to sit there and say, Wow, there were a lot of things that we messed up on, and there were a lot of things we wish we would have done different. And you know, we did the best that we could and you know, the time just flew by, right? And with that concept of time, it's like we have to enjoy it. It doesn't last, so we might as well enjoy the time we have, right? But along those lines, there's so much compassion. There's so much understanding. Yes, there's so much pain, but there comes a new level of awareness at this stage where we no longer have to pass that pain along for it to be valid. I no longer have to pass on the pain of my lineage for the pain of my lineage to be valid. That pain is sincere, that pain is real, and no one can take that away from you. That is your experience, if that is what you're experiencing. However, the pain does not get to be in the driver's seat. It doesn't have to rule and run and and take over life in these unconscious ways. When we're made to believe in the doubt and in the lack and in the limitation, that is not why we are here. We are here for so much more. Life is just a blip on our radar. We get to come here in effort to learn, to grow, to change, to experience such a wide range of emotion, emotionality. And if you think about it, earth is one of the most dense places to be to be born into a body here on earth, that's huge. The weight of the world is enough, right? It's it's a lot on its own. It's a lot on a little developing nervous system. So in effort to support the little nervous systems in this world, and to give them what they need, not only physically, but emotionally as well, because they so need that for their development, for their growth, for their ability to be confident in this world, to do whatever it is that their heart desires. That is my mission and that is what's so important to me. So whatever pain they're carrying on their hearts let's lean in. Let's process that emotionality. Let's allow it to move at its own pace. Let's allow the protectors that came through during an event of pain to be seen and to be loved on and to not have to force and push, but to gently guide and do a dance of touch and go when it comes to. What feels extremely intolerable. And when it comes to gently expanding our capacity for holding that ticket to the other side for us. If we have grief, our pain is the ticket to the other side. If we have a massive amount of grief, you know, we get to acknowledge these parts of us that are denying or resisting or avoiding. Because when we identify and acknowledge every single aspect, every single angle of what that protector is trying to get us to not feel the pain about is actually the way through. So the obstacle in the way, which is, maybe a part of resistance, maybe a part of avoidance, maybe a part of deniability. Maybe each and every part gets to help us waver through. Maybe each part of us is on our team, is not creating tension for the sake of separation. But because it comes from this intention of care. It's, it comes out sideways. It's the same way that our parents try to protect us with fear. It doesn't work. It's good intention, but doesn't work. Right? It's the same way that um, when parents do attempt to have emotional, Um, intelligence for their kids, the ways that they do attempt to say, you can feel your feelings. You can feel whatever it is that you're feeling without realizing that children actually need modeling and examples and need the embodiment of their parent in order to learn because they need to be shown. Remembering that they need to be shown instead of told. Because if, as an adult, we're saying one thing, but the energy underneath is not a match, then it's a lie. In the eyes of a kid, in the interpretation of a kid, in the understanding of a kid. If the words don't match the energy, it's a lie. So, parents, this is not to stress you or overwhelm you but it's to remind you that there's more to do in terms of getting more clear, getting more down to the root, becoming better listeners. Aside from validating, really helping and empowering our children to make decisions from their hearts and not from their heads. I also had a conversation with my mom today, and bless her heart, she's working with kids now as her retirement job, and I'm learning a lot just from what she shares with me, and I I feel the same way with her. I I think she's learning a lot too, and she shared with me about how there was a kid that came up to her and told her that they're in therapy. And they asked my mom, well, what'd you say? And she said, I think she said something along the lines of like, Oh, you know, like, what does that mean? What does that mean? What do you, you know, what do you think about that? What does that mean for you? And I love that because one, I think my mom is the kind of person that creates a space for people to come to her and share things with her, even if she doesn't know what to do with it. I would say my mom is that kind of person that sort of invites that like open space of that unconditional love. Um, And I think what she is working through right now is developing her skills around like what to do with it when she gets that information drop or when she just, when people drop that emotional bomb, it's like, oh, I didn't ask about this. And yet someone felt safe enough to share it with me. Wow. How do I respond? And knowing that like not responding is also a response too, but if the goal is to tend to the emotional needs and if you're in the presence of kids just knowing that that is potentially what could happen you know they could feel safe enough in your presence to trust you and i think you know that's a huge piece for me too because it's not that my mom doesn't care it's just that she's still developing those that skill set for so long i wanted her to meet those needs, and she didn't know how to. She didn't have the skills herself. She wasn't qualified in that sense to emotionally meet me where I am. And so what I would do is I would keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. Mom, see me for my emotionality. Mom, validate my emotional needs. Mom, I'm an emotional being. Do you get me? Right. And it's almost as if the more I tried and the more I put myself out there, the more I was let down only because I kept holding the hope that something would change. And it's, you know, not a bad thing to hope that a parent of yours would be different. But the reality is, is that to expect somebody else to change is unrealistic when you're the one with the power to change. So as soon as I came around to that idea of, oh, if and when my mom changes in her own timing, that's amazing. And in the meantime, I'm going to do what I can to redirect and refocus my energy on me because I have feelings, right? And it's like when I share with her that I feel angry, you know, it's like the way she was raised, her initial response says, well, what are you angry about, right? And what I know to say now is, you know what, the best part about it is I don't even have to figure out what it is. I don't even have to know what it is that I'm angry about. And then she chuckles and I can hear her father in the chuckle, my grandpa. And it's just so, so real. You know, you can hear literally the imprints and the patterns that were stamped in and so valuable to like expand the awareness in it all and to hold it all because it doesn't have to mean anything about us. We can hold it all without taking it so seriously to mean anything about us, but we can just hold it to mean something about where we are right now. Oh, this represents our current experience. Wow, that's so helpful. Oh, amazing. That's wonderful. Right. Using it as a tracking device to track, wow, I've grown so much since I've revisited that aspect or that dynamic or that conversation. Right. Because I feel like I have grown so much and I'm continuing to grow. And I know that these situations and scenarios will always continue to occur in effort to show me how much I've grown and where I've grown. So when I sit there and say, yeah, the best part is I don't have to know what I'm angry about or I don't have to figure it out up in my head. What can happen is it's my body's responsibility to release it and to express it and to know that I'm safe to let it go, right? And then there's still that resistance. So it's a protector, right? And in my mom's response, she's like, oh, no, no, don't feel angry, right? She doesn't mean that, but that's what she was conditioned with. So that's why that's what comes out, right? She doesn't mean hold on to your anger and let it fester, you know? So I helped her through that today. I explained it to her and I said, I can see your intention. And I think what you really mean is that you want it to not be destructive to me inwardly right and so then she started singing let it go by frozen and I'm like now you're getting it yes like how are ways that we can let anger go without pretending it doesn't exist right same way that Elsa was pretending that her feelings didn't exist right so there are ways where we can compare it to pop culture and all the things and by the way I do love the most recent movie Encanto where Luisa has to hold it all and it's like her perfectionism and her strength and her coping and her parts if you haven't seen that movie yet it's really really amazing Um, the soundtrack's pretty, pretty good too, but yeah, that goes along with my dad too, of when I have conversations with him, you know, I like express how I feel and I immediately see his parts come online as well. Right. Like, like his parts that protect him from his vulnerabilities and it's interesting that, like, as I learn and as I grow and as I expand into each level of awareness, because there's so many levels and layers and subtleties, each time I learn to hold with more grace. And I'm not taking everything literally. It doesn't mean I'm not taking it seriously, it means I'm not taking it for face value. I'm questioning it and I'm saying, oh, really? is that actually real or true? And so, yeah, it's been very, um, very, very cool to see how when you focus your energy on yourself and when you dedicate to yourself and your own process and you become solid in who you are, then you are better able and more equipped really, to reflect others, especially who are in your family system, that can definitely be triggering to you, you know, it's your mirrors, it's the people that know you deepest, and it's that quote that says, if you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family, Right, your family are are always going to trigger you. And the reason is so that you can learn, evolve and grow. And guess what, if you miss the chance, it's gonna come around again. We'll always have another opportunity. So yeah, I just wanted to share those aspects and remind you to be gentle with yourself and on your process, and to be open. Be open to be surprised. Be open to learn something new. Be open to being wrong. Be open to forgiving yourself. Be open to any possibility and owning your full experience. There's nothing more freeing than owning who you truly are and remembering that our kids can feel and sense with their energy and emotion. So when our words are incongruent with our actions, they're the first to know. And we have to ask ourselves, are we teaching our kids to doubt doubt themselves or are we teaching our kids to trust themselves? And when we notice our slip ups, are we willing to take ownership and repair? Or are we brushing it under the rug? And thankfully, at this time of great awakening, things are not able to be brushed under the rug anymore. There's so much wind. There's so much things that are being shaken up, right? With all these elements coming in, we can't hide anymore. So we might as well lean in. And that's the great thing about asking for support and getting help for what you need even especially when you don't know what you need. That's an amazing time to reach out for help as well. So, if you're looking for a parent coach, if you're looking for a child therapist, hit me up. I am available and I am willing and I am so in my purpose with helping kids that I would be honored to work with you and your family. So, Sign up on my website and we can see if we would be a good fit to work together. And you are so loved. You are so safe to be here. You are so safe to trust your own experience. And yeah, check out my other offerings on my website. You can check out my blog. You can check out my um, breathwork opportunities. And I also provide um acu detox which is ear acupuncture so yeah check out my offerings and I'd love to support you I'd love to serve and let me know if you have any questions that are coming up this week and how I can support you and I hope that you have a beautiful week and cheers to using your voice cheers to asking for what you need and cheers to having your feelings anyway. All right, take care and I'll see you on the flip side. Toodles!